conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 12 minutes after 4 o'clock, we're still coming live to you from the International Convention Centre in East London, where business and government leaders are gathering at the Eastern Cape Investment Conference. One of the main needs of the Eastern Cape province is economic growth that can be achieved through many ways, including developing, retaining a skilled workforce instead of uh, training talent for other provinces. The Kuha Development Corporation's job is to provide competitive investment locations and has been working with the business in different industries in the province and uh, the Kuha Development Corporation CEO Kweziti are now joining us um, in studio, our makeshift studio that is. Kweziti, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Alton. Good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you very much. So for people who don't know what the Kuha Development Corporation does, how would you explain it? I would say um, we we operate the Kuha Special Economic Zone in, in Eastern Cape, including the Nelson Mandela Bay Logistics Park. But in simple terms, we provide an investment platform that enables people to locate for investments, fixed investments that is, uh, in various sectors, uh, automotive, in agro-processing, in business process service, in services, uh, in aquaculture, and we also automotive related. And so part of what we do is for people who want to them come and invest, some of them looking for a, a global uh, a platform to which to export, but some to, to, to localize and benefit from other synergies with other existing industries. So for instance, in the Nesmadapi Logistics Park, we enabled the location of investors in the automotive sector, mainly to supply VW South Africa's plant, mm. but also other automotive players. We've also in, enabled other players who are seeking to uh, convert uh, agricultural products into 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 processed products, uh, uh, create added value, and they export to global global markets. And another part of what we do as Koha, because of 23 years of capability that we've developed on how you develop mm. uh, with integrity, infrastructure, and others, we then help the state in capability to develop other projects outside of uh, of Koha, but use our what our, sort of projects? So, for instance, uh, in Tswane, they were trying to develop an automotive park. Yeah to enable Ford to make a decision to invest in South Africa. Uh, our capability was needed there to advance that, and we've now been helping the Gauteng government and DTIC to, in, to, to develop the Tswane Automotive SEZ. That enabled Ford to have the comfort to then say that investment of 15 billion rands, which when combined with other investors, that investments they make even in Kabeha, will in the future contribute 1% of South African GDP. We protect that investment and make sure it doesn't go to other competing developing markets. So we use our capability to partner for other economic development and other infrastructure outside of the Kuka SEZ. Yeah. So, so when it comes to the positioning, especially of, of rural provinces, um, in the Eastern Cape being considered as, mm. considered as one of those, and, and I remember having this conversation on air as well during the um, during the, this is now the National Investment Conference, the Presidential Inv Investment mm. Conference, and I always wonder whether the provinces also bid and say to their potential investors that I believe the reason that you should bring your project to the Eastern Cape, for instance, is because of this is what we have to offer, yes. instead of um, how ordinarily the first preference would be Gauteng, as the case was raised here during this conference as well. Yes, I think. Uh, we, we like to think ourselves, of ourselves as a global investment location mm. that is physically located in the Eastern Cape. So therefore, we actually attract people with a global outlook as to where they seek investments. In that investment conference, for instance, there were three projects mentioned that actually come from this province. Uh, in fact, two of them come from the Kuhai Special Economic Zone itself. 
So, so we, we are a platform for really for, for global and local investments. That's the first one. The second one, you are correct. It's important, which is why it's important to develop the institutional capability. Because by, do, by doing that, you are then able to understand and interact with, with a lot of other economic and other information to enable you to identify the projects and identify where you can add value and where you can attract them, which is why you've got global players like Bike from China, FAWU, which celebrated its 10,000 track located in the, in the Kukai Special Economic Zone, South African companies that have got a global ambition exporting to Japan and the US, yeah. they come there, which is why even in this investment conference, there's a, the largest investment being worked on to be started from 2025 is the green ammonia, uh, uh, green hydrogen and, uh, and ammonia project which is going to be the, the largest of this kind in the world, who, having studied other places in the world, decided that Kuka, with its access to the port of Moha, provides the best investment location, uh, including what they would need mm. for that project. Therefore, uh, yes, indeed, other, other provinces will get the investments. It's more about what investment case you put uh, for what you are able to, uh, to provide to the market, and then it responds to you like that, and you provide proactive partnering. And the last point I will make, is that uh, it has become a critical issue and is integrated in terms of our investment case about how you integrate sustainability both as a point of investment opportunity yeah. but in terms of responding to also what global corporations are looking at and that is what creates the community base for you to attract those investments yeah so the attracting the investments is, is one element but there's also the other part and that is capacitating for instance if we when you do get um, these projects and say that actually do have the skilled workforce and if you look at the status a yes. report that comes out it seems that the province is struggling mm. when it comes to that uh, workforce age who are leaving the province and actually going to other provinces seeking green yeah. opportunities there are many factors that drive that and part of what drives that which is what we're, we're having a robust discussions with our own provisional government is that you need to increase the level of infrastructure investment because infrastructure is a key enabler for many other industries that can capture and very labor absorbing that's very very important mm -hmm. and we don't only talk about that uh, we actually are developing many case cases that are going to be funded of critical infrastructure in the water space we're going to be announcing them in the next year which are very foundational in inve investments to attract other investments on the issue of skills and capacity very good point you've made we actually don't just talk about it. We invest resources in it. We invest in SME development. We invest in human capital development. We have got a skill center. We've got a full division whose specific function is to enable the skilling of the local uh, population to enable them to be attracted to the projects that we attract. In the investment conference here today, the person who came onto our projects as an SMME that was, was trained by us in 2009 is now an investor in the SEZ and it was announced here. Mm -hmm. That is the kind of migration and growth that we develop to actually respond to those questions. Of course, it doesn't mean it solves all of the problems yeah. across the Eastern Cape, but it's an example of what you can do proactively to respond to the situation. We got a question earlier on from one of our listeners saying that, please, um, Eldrin, ask the CEO why residents of Kubeja, especially Motherwell, are not employed in Koha. All those companies in Koha has employed Zulus and Indians from Durban and also illegal foreigners. They, um, there is a steel company, majority is Indians from Durban. So how do you respond to something like that? Because this is South Africa and South Africans are allowed to move wherever they want to move around the country. However, though, there's also saying that there's a project that's being um, that's being launched in, let's say, here in the Eastern Cape. How are people in the Eastern Cape going to benefit from that? And also considering the unemployment rate in this province. Yeah. 
Actually, this human capital unit I was talking about, its specific job and function include ensuring the integrity of the labor environment in the Skuka Special Economic Zone. So it is patently untrue that people of Motherwell are not employed. But it is also true that there are many other South Africans who are not from Motherwell mm. who are employed in the Skuka Special Economic Zone. So, so it's both are actually, actually happening. And I think it would be very tragic to start to think about whether people belong to a particular ethnic group, whether they should be employed or not. This is the other point that is important. We need to employ the local people. At the same time, we should use these platforms to attract other skills that will create the potential for other employment mm -hmm. opportunities to, uh, to actually uh, be created. So we need to manage a careful balance. The last point I will make, if there's a specific uh, issue that the person has got about any illegal foreigners being employed, which I am not aware of, uh, there is a very specific hotline that is independently managed of, of our of our of, of Kuka, where they, anybody can lay a complaint and it can be properly independently investigated. So that is not just about me. But generally speaking, we have never really had that problem as described. Yeah. It's possible that a specific individual may not have gotten an opportunity, but the majority of people working on those projects through our own training interventions are actually from within the local area. A final one in closing: um, the Customs Control Area Warehouse, a short-term rental. Tell us more about that. Oh, the customs control area is part of our value add for those investors who want to benefit from, if you like, uh, a, a, an efficient uh, a, a customs free process where they don't have to pay, pay some of the, uh, of, of the taxes, especially if they're involved in inbound and unbound logistics. Well, what do you mean by t is it customs? Yeah, customs, and, and you, you, you have to control. Uh, as to how the goods come in, how the goods are exported, to make sure that you are not uh, evading any of the customs regulations, but creates efficiencies for those corporations that are able to to be in the logistics and are involved in, in export markets as well. So it's part of our value add, and we have a specific area that is set aside for those type of industries as part of the interventions to create the competitive environment to realize the more than 100 billion rands worth of investment potential we see over the next few years. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, that is the Kuka, C the Kuka Development Corporation CEO, Kwezi Dia. I know that you have a lot to say, and I see that you're quite passionate about it as well. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, but I appreciate your time, Kwezi. Yes, thank you very much.